So, Preston, let's talk about the most exciting thing that happened today. Uh-oh. Lord of the Rings. Uh, we finally have a release date for Lord of the Rings. Really? And uh, a title for it. That's right. Uh, it's uh, called Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, which is that's, awful title. That's an awful title. That's, like, so general. Like, like, yeah, of course. It's called Lord of the Rings. Like, this is like having a, something being like Spider-Man, the man who's a spider. Like what? What? <laughs> like, what do you? What do you exp- yes, <laughs> that's that's what Lord of the Rings. Like the rings is already in the first part. You don't need to have it again. Like we we know. Like are there other rings besides the rings of power? Because no, there are there aren't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there could be though. We don't know if the Tolkien estate needs that much money. So for now, there's only those rings that we know about. Uh, but the other thing I guess that happened today was, you know, Book of Boba Fett episode four came out. And I, I have to say, it doesn't f- – like, we're really at episode four? I thought we were at episode five. Like, this this stuff is super it, slow. It's been a slow burn. It, it is. It's a slow burn. I mean, the, this episode, didn't it feel like it should have been the first episode or something? I don't know. I'm not saying this – this episode was, was – it just – Carmine and I kind of talked about it a little bit offline. But we just kind of felt – both met about it, which is, uh, I don't know, what what could have improved it. Uh, well, first off, you know that you know there's a problem when I don't stay up to watch it. I just because you messaged me, it was like three a.m. Yeah. my time when I when I normally like would watch it. You messaged me, I'm like, did you see it? Yeah, like I messaged you back like three, hours three, later, three a.m. prime Carmine like time. It's just. <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, there are times where Carmine, like, messages me at, like, 6 a.m. his time. And he's like, you ready to record? I was like, it's 6 a.m. for you. Are you sure? He's like, yes. It's like, all right, man. <laughs> man. I'm prime and ready to go. But this time I was like, I was like, no, fuck it. I'll, it's, nothing's, nothing insane is going to happen. And nothing insane did happen. The no, first two episodes no. should have been episode one. Three and four should have been episode two. This is what I was kind of hoping. Th- this episode for. was largely a checkbox episode of mm. <clears throat> okay, we have all of these disparate events that that we've established over the course of the Mandalorian and the first episodes. Let's you know, let's show everything in between to make sure that all of our all of our continuity matches up. You know, that's essentially what it was. But there was nothing really interesting about it. You know, like but. It was it was showing us all of the scenes that happened off screen that weren't even very exciting. <laughs> I don't know. I will say the really cool thing that it did happen in this episode was I didn't think I'd ever see something like this, but mm. was super cool. Was uh, the the, 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 the return of Max Rebo again? Of, you kept saying it probably wasn't him. Yeah, but no, it was they said else, Max. But they this confirmed time. it. So so somehow both. Bib Fortuna and Max Rebo survived Jabba's barge. <laughs> they were both on the barge. Okay. I, I specifically, after watching this episode, I know you laughed at me last time, but after watching this episode, <laughs> I went back to Return of the Jedi and I went back to the scene. And yes, Max Rebo was on Jabba's barge and so was Bib Fortuna. The barge completely <laughs> blew up. I don't know how they survived. Um, now, also going back, I realized, man, Return of the Jedi is just a shitty movie. It's so bad. Really? Oh, come oh, on. Oh, my God. It's not that bad. First of all, that action sequence, now that I watch it with, like, modern eyes, 
it's just there's there's a bunch of people running around for no reason and and no one's actually like doing anything there's it, it's just really really weird like it's like, like scrambling like, to either get out of the way or get into position to kill these assholes that's, that's yeah, how i see it or, or to get killed scrambling in position to get killed <laughs> like luke is on a different ship he does his he does his little diving board maneuver to come back up and he's killing people on his on his little ship meanwhile on the barge all of these people are scrambling around in panic doing nothing just scrambling back and forth running back and forth doing nothing it's actually really piss poor scene it's a really bad action (laughs) scene like watching the whole thing again i was like wow i did not even and i've never been a fan of return of the jedi even as a kid and somehow that sequence i thought was at least passable when i was young no it's horrible it's really horrible there's just there's no need for any of it there's no need for 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 leia to strangle jabba even i mean she just needed to to break her chain with the help of of r2 and then run away and then the barge was going to blow up anyway like why why even bother with her strangling jabba because so if they if if they leave without killing John, oh, actually, no, they ended up destroying the barge. Never mind. Yeah. Right. Also, there there's there's like a couple hundred people, like innocent civilians, just there enjoying a party that they just straight up murder for no well, reason. We don't know if 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 Biff Fortuna and Max Rebo survived; those people could have survived too. I guess, but you know, Luke Luke, you know, orders everybody to push to to take their gun and point it at the ship, and then you know, fire the ship to blow it up. At that point, that was completely unnecessary. They had a ship to fly away with. Jabba was already strangled. Like they didn't, no one was coming after them. Luke just murdered hundreds of people for no reason. Oh God. I mean, it's just, I, 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 I say to people, go back, watch, like, if you have Disney Plus, it's, it's, it's on there. If you've been watching Book, Book of Boba Fett legally, you know, you've got Disney Plus. <laughs> so you can bring up Return of the Jedi, watch the barge scene again, and you'll realize, like, wow, that's, that's, yeah, he just, he just killed, a, like, just murdered hundreds, hundreds of people. I mean, at minimum 50. I, it's hard to tell how many people are at the party. <laughs> it's hard to tell with the angles but somewhere between See, I was 50 wondering if you were getting too soft while you were in taiwan but no you're, you're still insane this is this is good oh my oh my yeah and i'm actually surprised going back how much focus boba fett had in in the battle like boba fett is a pretty much like a fifth of the battle if not 25 percent of the battle um the battle happens really fast you know and then just everybody's dead and also just what a what a horrible plan Luke's plan was. Just so dumb. Like, he, why would anyone do Luke's plan? Like, purposely get yourself caught and then hope that they're going to throw you in the Sarlacc without tying you up rather than just shooting you in the head? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just send in Chewbacca as a prisoner. Send in your droids as prisoners. Become a prisoner yourself. You know, and then have Lando be a guard. Okay, that barely helped. You probably could have done it without. Then have have Leia go in and try to get Han out and get captured. Like his plan was everybody get captured. Ha, you know, all have everybody almost thrown into a sarlacc pit and then just murder, just slaughter, just slaughter everyone 
Innocent. Are we are we reviewing Return of the Jedi or are we doing fucking The point Boba is, Fett? the point is, <laughs> Max Rebo and Bib Fortuna were on that barge. 100 percent They shouldn't they shouldn't be such a huge part of this plot. How did this happen? I want a full I want the book of Max Rebo explaining <laughs> how Max Rebo and then the spin-off? Yeah. We also don't really get why Boba Fett didn't just go ask Bib Fortuna for his ship. Like, like Ming-Na Wen asks him, like, okay, why don't you just ask for your ship back? And he's like, oh, I'm not so convincing. Like, you're just assuming that Bib Fortuna wouldn't give you your honest-to-God ship. Like, why would Bib Fortuna hate you? Bib Fortuna has no reason to hate you. So you're like, okay, I don't, I'm not sure if Bib Fortuna is going to give me my ship back, so I'm going to go in and kill a bunch of people. Like he to be fair, he, he made a very good point. Without his armor, he's not as intimidating. Sure, but Bib for I have no idea if Bib Fortuna is a reasonable guy or not. Maybe maybe Boba Fett knows him personally and is like, no, Bib Fortuna, total dick. Not going to give me my <laughs> ship. I don't know, but that's established off screen. But it it you know when it comes down to I want to like kill because how many people did he kill? A couple dozen. I mean, he killed like a couple dozen people. To get Getting his ship. ship back? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. You know, but, so that he could have just asked, "Hey, can I can I have, can I have my ship? I left it here." You know, Bib Fortuna, Bib Fortuna might be like, "Dude, yeah, like I I want to use my garage, and your ship is like filling up my garage. Please take that thing away." <laughs> he could have he could have been like that, but no. Instead, like breaks in, kills a couple dozen people, steals a ship. Oh, man. <laughs> I, you're out of your mind, homie. It's just I love you, but you're just, out of your it's mind. It's just but, so inconsistent. Like you know, you want to make these people, you want to make these people into like good, caring people, and then they just randomly slaughter people. Like oh, those people probably had families. Um, <laughs> the alien gangsters have, fa- I, I guess, yeah. maybe. Also, like, am I supposed to? Okay, this brings brings also me back to to the the black Wookiee when he's sitting in the in the casino. Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. He's watching a bunch of poor guys having a great time. Like they're having a bros night out. They're winning at the, they're winning at the gambling table. They're having a good time. They're doing nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. He goes over and just beats them all up and then murders one. And everyone's like, oh, so, okay. So the, I think the reason why is because, um, this is just like canon. Um, those lizard guys, I forgot, Tradotions, Trandosh, something like that. The lizard guys are known for actually hunting Wookiees. In the very first episode, when people are giving Boba Fett their tributes, the lizard guy that came to give him the tribute had, had a Wookiee pelt. So it could be one of those things. Ah, uh, so he's a racist. <laughs> I, get, I guess. I, oh, yeah. Well, your people tend to be known for doing that. Therefore, I can kill you and rip off one of your arms. And, and well, to be fair, see, this is what, what got annoyed. What annoyed me? He ripped off that guy's arms, but he couldn't like do anything to the other dudes at at, at the palace. Really? Yeah, I mean, really? maybe now you choose to be a Wookiee. Maybe is there a Wookiee pelt like on one of those guys that we didn't that we didn't see? Some Wookiee. I mean, they could have at least done a close up of the Wookiee pelt or or like the Wookiee paraphernalia to show that this guy killed a Wookiee. <laughs> 
True, I agree with you on that. I was actually wondering if there was, and maybe I missed it, but I don't think there was. So, <laughs> Poor yes, guy. that was kind They of... were just having a great time gambling. And then, and then um, Flashdance Girl um, comes out. Uh, do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I remember her. I'm surprised yeah. they gave her such a revealing outfit. It wasn't really revealing, but she first nice of all, to... she looks, she looks, she still looks great, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. Does she age? I don't. How did? How did? She looks. Exa- she pretty much looks the same as she did in Flashdance, like, um, forty forty years ago. I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> Some people have those genes. Uh... Yeah, Jennifer Jennifer Beals. Um, yeah, it's, she, yeah, somehow, I mean, plus I wonder if she's, is she, when she took the role, is she like, are they typecasting me because I'm a dancing girl? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but regardless of all those things that you mentioned, uh, plus the Return of the Jedi stuff, yeah. uh, the episode was just very meh. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was that the cool part was that I liked was, uh, when he takes the slave one ship. Mm. Or slash the fire spray ship to over to the, the Sarlacc pit and drops the the seismic charge there. Somehow Ming Na Wen knows the button to press to release the seismic charge. Somehow she knew about the seismic charge, and that would work. It might be a common Sarlacc. ship. Maybe ships are designed like it might be that ships are are like cars. Where yes, there's there's little differences with cars, but generally you know that. Your ignition is going to be on your right, and your window shield wipers are going to be on your right, and your and your lights are going to be on your left. Like sometimes it takes a little little bit of of looking around to to figure out exactly where they are, but they're somewhat in the same place. So it may be that like ships generally have like a thermal detonator like button um, in the same area. <laughs> That's actually I like that explanation. Yeah, but no, that scene was pretty cool, and I like how he took Slave One and. Went to go track those biker guys down and completely fucked them up. Yeah, that was pretty sick. I'm I like surprised they too. didn't disperse in in every direction. That's what I would have done. Like, oh crap! I don't know if you know this, but Disney completely removed uh, the name. Not removed, but they're not mentioning the fact that the, the name of the ship is Slave One. It's yeah. in the Star Wars database that the name is the Slave One. Yeah. But from now on, they're calling it the Fire Spray. To much of the jargon of the the usual suspects who complain about this type of shit. Huh. I get. That is really odd. I guess they didn't they didn't like the the name slave or something, the fire spray? Yeah. I mean, even in the expanded universe, he flies around in Slave 2, right? Um Yes, actually. And I did not like the design of Slave 2. It's very mm, well, very now, boring, but now you're Slave correct. 2 has been has been retconned out of existence. Uh there's no Slave 2. Um one thing though that's uh with regards to his return to the Sarlacc. So not to not to keep going back to Tales from Jabba's Palace, but <laughs> in the story in from Tales from Jabba's Palace where where Boba Fett gets out of the Sarlacc, he he takes Slave 2 and he goes and he he tortures the Sarlacc every year. Like he returns every year to Tatooine just to go down and burn the Sarlacc to the point where it's still alive and then leaves and allows it to heal so he can come back and torture it the next year. Jesus Christ, I don't remember that at all. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um there's an old joke. I I mean I know the I know the the original joke, but they they do a Star Wars version of it. But there's an old joke in which um I'll try to 
tell it quickly, even though it, that room ruins the, the timing of the joke. But this guy co- goes and he meets this farmer and he sees, um, he sees that the, uh, the farmer's pig has, um, like two peg legs. And he's like, huh, why does your pig have two peg legs? And he says, oh man, that pig, that pig is a hero. You wouldn't believe it. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, my house was on fire and that pig was smart enough to lift the latch on his pen, ran out of the pen, then got to my front door, jumped up, opened my front door with his mouth. Actually, it was locked. He went under the the uh, mat, pulled the key with his mouth, stood up, put it into the into the lock, unlocked the door, turned the doorknob with his mouth, ran up the stairs, got to my bedroom, stood up, opened my bedroom door with his mouth, and then ran in, pulled me out of bed, and dragged me all the way down the stairs uh, to, to the yard out front and saved my life. And the guy's like, wow, that's incredible. That, that, that pig isn't, that's, so how did he lose his legs? And he's like, oh, well, a pig like that, you don't eat all at once. <laughs> so this is, this is the story. All right, this is the joke. And there's a version of this joke in that story. Um, I forgot what it is. But, the, and so it's the metaphor of like, Boba Fett is, is, in the Sarlacc being tortured and all these people are being tortured. And it's like, why does the Sar- Sarlacc torture people? Like, why would you torture your food when your food is pro- providing sustenance for you? You know, like there's this, there's this perversion to it. Um, and so, you know, in the end, uh, you know, he escapes the Sarlacc and it's like, well, he wants to, he wants to kill the Sarlacc, but you don't, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't, you, you know, eat a pig all at once <laughs> so he's he tortures it every year in order to to get it back for for all of its torturing uh, but in this they just killed the sarlacc so <laughs> so and this is my problem with like i don't want to be i don't want to sound like one of those youtubers who like to grift and shit and complain about this stuff because yeah but but even the broken clock is right twice a day and and they do have a point that i've also have noticed about this uh, new iteration of Disney characters. Uh, Boba Fett, the one I remember from the old canon, and kind of in the new canon as well, even before Book of Boba Fett came out, he didn't say much. He was a he was a character of very few words. Mm. Action spoke louder, clearly. Yeah, and I think he has, like he, has money five, was... he has five lines in Empire Strikes Back, and he has zero lines in Return of the Jedi. And that's that's really all he needs. Ironically, Tamora Morrison recently said the same thing that I've been saying and other people have been saying as well. Boba Fett talks too much. And in a recent interview, he was saying how he was trying to put some of his lines onto Ming-Na Wen because he feels as though Boba Fett doesn't really talk that much. And I agree. He's very like his dialogue feels very weird. And once again, Mm -hmm. I don't know it's because I, I remember Boba Fett being a man of very few words or because the writing sucks. But have you noticed how every single time he meets someone new, whether it's like an alien, human, droid, appliance, whatever, he says, do you know who I am? I am Boba Fett. Like that's, that, I don't know, it just comes off right. as very awkward all the time. And the fact, if you have to tell people, do you know who I am? First off, that sounds really cringe. Second, right. Plus, he's constantly he's constantly taking off his helmet so that they could be like, "Do you know who I am?" Yeah, you're a fucking stormtrooper. Like, what? 
Like, that's what, right? Shouldn't they all say that? You're a fucking clone trooper. I mean, maybe not stormtrooper. You're a clone trooper. Yeah. I thought no, you you're, guys you're all right. died. He just, I, I, you're really old. He, he just talks too much. That's that's my one gripe with this. He talks way too much. And also, like, there's a couple of things that just kind of don't make sense about the character. Oh, by the way, you keep saying Ming-Na Wen is basically exactly like him. Kind of. Kind of. She, she reminds... Her whole character is essentially boiled down to one phrase, which is, you want me to kill him? That's the entire character. Like, yeah, that's I mean, all she ever does. She, she's her point, you know, she's definitely there to, to, you know, have somebody for, for him to talk at or for, and, you know, she, she occasionally does some exposition, but he actually does most of the exposition. She's more of like the, the asking questions like, well, what are you going to do now? Well, what are we going to do? Why, why don't you like that person? Why, why are we doing this? And then Boba Fett explains it. You know, they, they could have made her be the more learned badass who then is explaining everything to Boba Fett and then have him be the man of few words. Hmm. See, you take a risk when you do that because Boba Fett ha- is older than her. He's been in this game longer than she has. Actually, uh, I don't know because she appears in Bad Batch and by the time Bad Batch, which is episode three, uh, Star Wars, how old is Boba? What, he's like a teenager in his 20s? So they should be around the same age. But Ming-Na Wen is, you know, a, uh, the actress is Asian. And we all know Asians really age very well. They age very gracefully, and, and which is crazy. Yeah, you were saying yeah. something about it I earlier mean, with it's, that it's, woman. It's really hard to believe because, I mean, besides Jessica, Jennifer Beals, who's who's looks insane, uh, uh, <laughs> Ming-Na Wen is 58. Yeah, right? I, she she looks like she's in her 30s still. Right? She 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 looks, you know, and obviously, you know, obviously actors and 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 such, you know, work out all the time and and get work done and things things like that, but um actually <clears throat> Jennifer Beals is the same age as Ming-Na Wen. They're both 58. Mm, they look very nice. I uh, I mean, I don't yeah, like who knew who knew <laughs> that postmenopausal women could be so incredibly attractive, but yes, I'm going to be horribly. Boba Fett actor. Preston. The Boba Fett actor is. Um, he is. Do we have his age? He was born in. Uh, I believe he's sixty. He's sixty-one. Yeah, so, you know. But um, yeah, so they're all around the same age. Yeah. Oh, well. Like, like I said, she that that's essentially her personality. Boba Fett just he talks way too much and stop taking off the fucking helmet, homie. God damn. Honestly, and you know, just to uh give a, a brief tease of Witcher Podcast, Witcher Podcast, my issue with it is um it really should have been what the Witcher 3 game kind of is, which is Geralt going around doing bounties. Hmm. Um, you know, the, the the character of the day, like in TNG or the problem of the day, Witcher should have been the monster of the day. This is what I kind of thought Book of Boba Fett was going to kind of be, where it's, you know, bounty of the day type of thing, like Mando was. But it's just a lot of buildup. And the funny thing is, is towards the end of the episode, where she's like, we need muscle. Oh, I got the credits. Good, because I know someone who could help us. And then the Mando theme plays, and you're kind of excited. And I noticed on on social media, everyone was super excited when that uh, theme played. And I realized 
yeah, you're all excited for this theme playing because Book of Boba Fett is super boring. We need Mando back in here for it to be interesting. Again. <laughs> and it's not like Mando was the most exciting show. I, I like. I, I will say it's slightly oh. more exciting than Boba Fett. Uh, there was there was one thing. There was one moment in the episode that I thought was kind of um, interesting. So you know when they they went to the Sarlacc and the Sarlacc didn't have. It looked like original sarlacc before special edition mm-hmm. and i was like huh are they retconning the sarlacc back to special edition like where's where are his where his, is his um feed me seymour yeah his 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 like little shop of horrors um like like uh mouth tentacle thing you know and then mm-hmm. they you know he go he goes down there and he's looking for his armor and then the little shop of horrors guy comes up and and, and grabs his the ship. I thought that was a, a pretty, pretty funny fake out because everybody must have been thinking that, right? Like, wait, he looks like the non-special edition Sarlacc. Did, are they retconning it? And it's like, nope, nope, they didn't. It's special edition after all, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which is a shame because I don't mind Return of the Jedi special edition. What I really don't like is special edition A New Hope. I don't like it because all the additions that George mm. put in there, especially the Moss Eisley scenes, are really bad. Yeah. I, I did not like those. Now, the CGI I, is unnecessary. I will say that in the special edition, the 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 Audrey 2 does specifically eat and gulp everyone down um rather than just them just falling into a sarlacc and being in a in a in a weeds in the weeds of acid and 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 branches as we saw boba fett now one could say okay maybe he eats them down and then he barfs him up somewhere inside um because regurgitation i suppose is a is a common thing with with uh with with many animals and um, so I don't know, maybe that, but this is, this is getting back to my return of the Jedi inconsistencies, but, uh, uh, he does gulp down Bob, Boba Fett, but, um, yeah, I'm surprised that he, he, he did think that it fell in the Sarlacc. I guess he's like, Oh, I guess it slid in. Like he shouldn't even remember that he got out of the Sarlacc wearing it. That's a huge, like that, that's been a huge point of criticism for this episode and the whole thing in general. I, I to, to play devil's advocate, I would argue that maybe he was so disoriented. He doesn't remember. Maybe he thought the, the sand people took off his armor and then it slid in. No, the, 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 he, I, re- I remember the Jawas stripping him of it. Yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> say he forgets the Jawas. Say he, he's too delusional and he doesn't remember the Jawas. Mm-hmm. And then he, does he just assume that the, the Tuscans stripped him of his armor, and then the armor slid back in. Hmm. Also possible. I, like it's it's one of those little like minor things that I don't mind him going back there and checking. I, I don't mind that. It's just <sighs> at the end of the day, this this really feels like it all should have been like answered in episode two. Uh, but the one the one nice part about this is that now that we got that scene between him and those lieutenant guys or those other families in the on Tatooine. There's no more trailer scenes. We have three more episodes, and we've exhausted all the scenes that we've seen in the trailer. Everything oh, else from here on onwards is completely and brand spanking new. So, huh? Mm. And I mean, I guess we've we've gone through his complete history um, up until this point. Now we know everything that hap- everything that's happened um, of what he did off screen in between coming out of the Sarlacc and uh, meeting Mando. Right. 
Uh, there is there is one teeny tiny moment that you don't need to explain, but how did he figure out that um, the uh, what's the dude that had his armor before Mando took it in episode one of season two? Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, there's it, in this in season two episode one of Mando. We at towards the very end, it it, it looked like Boba might have figured out that Timothy Oliphant took his armor or has his armor and was on his way there to grab it, but then Mando got there first and. And remember, Boba Fett just walks away from it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we also we also learn like why he keeps going to the back of the tank. Apparently, the acid is still fucking him up on some level. So now he's somewhat healed, but he still mm-hmm. should not be completely healed, considering a fucking Wookiee broke his back last episode. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> which which I find it funny. He tells Chrysanthemum to go away, only for him to tell Chrysanthemum, "Nah, come back." Yeah, that was really weird. Like, if you're gonna if you were gonna have Chrysanthemum like join you, why why have the extra thing? Did they, did they just want that 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 scene of him ripping off, you know, a random dude's arm at a casino? I yeah. Um, <laughs> I would love it if, like, they saw the the flack they were getting for the last episode where Chrysanthemum didn't rip anyone's arm off and just really shot this scene very quickly and put it in there for episode four just to just to show you that he's like not to be messed with. But uh, yeah, I thought no, they were going to be done with him, and they were just like, "Well, we had our we had our our cameo. We you know time for his his spinoff show." Um, but no, <laughs> I guess he's he'll he'll be part of, he'll be part of the crew. Everybody gets a spinoff show, apparently. Every, we're, we're all getting. Everybody gets one. There was a lot Obi-Wan. of time. There was a lot of time spent on um, on Ratcatcher, <clears throat> the Ratcatcher. Oh, you noticed that? Too? Yeah. Like they want, they, they want some toys to sell. <laughs> that's what someone. That's what someone was saying on, on on Twitter. And honestly, this is what I'm talking about. When he catches the Ratcatcher, he's like, "Do you know who I am? I am Boba, dude. This guy's a Ratcatcher. Like, really." Really? Also, also, haven't you been working for Jabba for years? Like, shouldn't shouldn't the Rat Catcher, like, I mean, if he knows who you are, he should know what you look like. Or I don't know. Wait, did he... I feel like a lot of these like like minor droids, like these these droids that do menial work. I feel like it's like it's like that one scene from Rick and Morty where Rick yeah. builds that little robot to like pass the butter, and <laughs> the robot's like, "What's my what's my function? You pass butter." Oh, it's like that's that's all he does. You catch rats. That's it. Why would you need to tell this fucking thing who you are? You don't need to say. I mean, shit. I, I suppose I suppose he didn't take his helmet off that much in his in his early days. But I don't know why he's become such a helmet taker offer. Because um, <laughs> like maybe you know if you're retconning the story that actually Boba Fett took out, took off his helmet every fucking chance he could, um, then everyone would know what Boba Fett looks like. But, yeah, but, or you can, you have him keep it on because everybody's like, well, he doesn't want everyone to be like, oh my God, you're a clone trooper. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> not, oh, I'm Boba Fett. Do you know who the, I am? The you're funny thing trooper. is, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't take off his helmet, it's like Bo-Katan said in the season two of Mando, mm. I've heard your voice thousands of times. I know you're a clone. And she called him a donor or his oh. donor. Right. So. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like it doesn't really matter. Just keep the helmet on. Fucking Pedro Pascal is like number one because he he's kept the helmet on ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, ninety five percent of the time. And, and, he, and he's a handsome dude, <laughs> very handsome guy, great actor, and he kept it. I don't know if this is Tamora Morrison's decision. I feel like it's not. I feel like if anything, he just 
be in the studio doing voice recording and just mm. have mm. some other guy be Boba. <clears throat> and yeah. Uh... <laughs> I know, I know. This this show kind of, kind of, like, it's not bad, but it's not great. It's just, it's really square in the middle towards, leaning towards bad. And once again, these last three episodes... (sighs) You hope something happens, something happens that's significant? Well, we spent four episodes of of build-up, so, yeah. And once again, I know for a fact that we're probably going to get some super insane cameo, because that's all uh star wars is ever going to be now because you know that the fans are demanding it we, we need yeah. cameos that matter um Ca- cameos and callbacks right cameos and callbacks and I, it's not that i have an issue with that you know if they're done well like ahsoka kicking ass in season two mm. of mando and luke showing up for like five minutes and kicking ass and and walking away like yeah you don't need the cameos to <clears> overstay <throat> their welcome but cool cameos doesn't make your show see i don't mind See, I like flashbacks when flashbacks reveal new information that makes you reinterpret events. The problem here is that we've had a lot of flashbacks and none of that, none of the flashbacks have revealed new information. You know, it's just, it's just this kind of the same thing. Um, like you don't, you don't have a new interpretation of, of, of Boba Fett now that you've, you've seen, you know, how he actually got Slave One back. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, it seems like all of it is just like fillery stuff. It's just it's it does. filler to fill out time. <clears throat> the, the entire show seems like filler. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I kind of, yeah. okay. I, 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 I grant that I really liked the, the um, Tusken Raider stuff. <clears throat> because we're learning we're learning new things about Tuscan Raider culture. It's really interesting to think about how the Tuscan society would have um changed Boba Fett as a character and all the sorts of things. But we find out that it didn't really change him because he was he was murdering people right after the Tuscan Raiders, and he was kind of being a weird um well, I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, he's murdering people after the Tusken Raiders, so I don't know. I don't know what the decisive moment was that changed his character into becoming into wanting to become a mob boss who's respected rather than a guy who uses disintegrations. Well, he said in the episode that he's like tired of working for these guys. Specifically, hmm. he says this is the Ming Na Wen, and he's like, I can give you something these uh, these dudes never give you, which is loyalty. Why would they? They hire you for a job. Like, like your boss isn't, it's not, you're not even working for a company. You're just yeah. a contractor. You don't really get loyalty. That's the part of it. You're independent contractor. You get more money jobs. in lieu. Of, I mean, this is the whole thing about being a contractor is in the short term, you receive more money, but in the long term, you don't get the benefits, right? Like that's yeah. the whole thing. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I mean, so he should have, if he should have gotten on to Jabba's like pension plan or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> Been a, been, a, oh, been, a, been, a, been a Java, an actual Java employee rather than a contractor, you know. What would have made more sense is if he told her, like, look, I'm getting too old for this. I can't keep running around the galaxy chasing all these dudes forever. Like, at one point, I just want to, like, you know, sit down and reap the, the benefits of being a, a daimyo or whatever. And that would have made more sense. You know, he's getting old. He's, it's it, it makes more sense instead of just, you know, him wanting to run things because... It's about time. Well, sure, but, you know, motivation-wise, you're getting old. 
And, uh, you know, you can't keep doing this forever. The job is what killed Django. I also thought on some level the <clears throat> reason he had Mignon Wen around is because she kind of reminded him of Zam. Do you remember who mm. Zam is? Um, remind me again. So in episode two, uh, episode two of Star Wars opens up with uh, assassination attempts on Padme's life. So uh, Django is behind it, but so is his partner Zam, who's like this oh, right. female changeling woman or something. Yes, yes. And um, I remember reading a, a, a Boba Fett kids novel that details what happened to Boba Fett from episode two and what like where he went. And I think, if I recall correctly, I may be wrong. He kind of saw Zam as kind of like a surrogate mother or maybe big sister. And mm. I was assuming all this time that that's kind of the role Ming-Nan Wen is playing, where she's kind of like either his surrogate <clears throat> sister or, you know, something like that. Well, but do, you, do you see that as, do you think that Boba Fett will adopt a child and continue on <clears throat> the, the lifestyle? In a, in a sense, if, he, if he's like, you know, because he, he respects his father, doesn't he? And if, if Zam is the his surrogate mother, then he could recreate that situation, right? Boba Fett. Django yeah. killed Sam, though. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sam was about to say, it was a bounty hunter, and then... That's... that's The way Django kills Sam is the exact... Is exactly how Obi-Wan found him. Because he uses the poison dart, remember? And then yeah, Obi-Wan goes yeah, around yeah. and asks Dexter about it, so... <laughs> so, hopefully that, not. That, that was pretty brutal and useless. So, um, <laughs> like, I've got to kill him so it doesn't, so that he, that doesn't get back to me, but you just saw me kill her, so it gets back to me. <sighs> with the, with a dart instead of a laser beam, a blast or whatever. So, oh man. Which, yeah. <laughs> so that they could track the dart back to Camino. Of course. That, a a oh dart specifically with markings that lead to Camino. When you could have just used a blaster that didn't have a marking. <laughs> Oh my you lord. You know what? You 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 ranted about Return of the Jedi. It's time for me to rant about Attack of the Clones. Oh, you know? you're, that is the dumbest. That is that is really, really <laughs> stupid. That's 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 really, really dumb. Okay. Yeah. But still, I, I I'm surprised. This is Disney. I'm surprised that they're not gonna bring a kid in. Maybe they will bring a kid in, a kid in. Maybe we've already saw her. Maybe it's it's that uh that that she I like how she <laughs> got recognition for all the wrong reasons, that woman from uh the um the last episode on the Vespa, the the good looking pale girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that'll be that'll be the uh, the baby Yoda slash uh, uh, Omega aspect of the show because, like I told you, Mando had baby Yoda escort mission. Bad Batch had the Omega escort missions every now and then. So maybe this I forgot the girl's <sighs> name. I just know that she's really pale and very good looking. That's all I know. Yeah, you know, but it would be a a, a nice redemption story in a, in a sense that. Boba Fett, you know, to be a successful father and a better father than Django was to him, um, that you know that would be a, that would be a, a good redemption story in the in the long term. Now, of course, child actors are annoying and all that, but but um, it, that that would be interesting because you've seen a lot, you've seen all the cartoons where you get to see young Boba Fett a lot more. But isn't there should, is there a huge like daddy complex with Boba Fett? Uh, not really. Like, in the mm. Clone Wars, he was hanging around, like, Aura Singh and Bosk and all these random bounty hunter dudes, so... Eh. Oh. So, so that's kind of what he was doing. Plus, they showed him way too much, and like, there's moments where he gets, like, you know, 
he, he gets made fun not made fun of but like they, they embarrass him a little bit because it's a kid's show so they have to show him you know it's like an angsty teen it's 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 whatever really it's, <laughs> it's whatever um that's all i really have to say about book of boba fett episode four it was it was a very i like how we every time we do this we always go longer than the actual episode just bitch i mean this this episode was pretty long and though yeah but I mean, we, we, we did get off on our, our Return of the Jedi Attack of the Clones rants. We? <laughs> you mean you? <laughs> I like Return of the Jedi. I think it's a fine film. I, not the best of the trilogy of the original, but I, I still like it. It's fine. <laughs> not not fine. the best. The third best of the trilogy. <laughs> the third best. Yes. It was all right. It was fine. It, you know, I, I still like Boba Fett. Where? Like, oh, I, I, I still love it. Return of the Jedi has a special place. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, do you mind if we wrap it up here? Sounds good. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Book of Boba Fett, where we clearly didn't like it that much. Join us next time, where we probably won't like it just as much, but we'll still be here <laughs> to complain about it with you. Thanks for watching. Have a good one.